Manager with Dave Street, the Fountaineers, and our guest for tonight, George Raft. And here is the star of our program, Jack Haley. <laughs> the Fountaineers with any pop kick out with the novelty, Tampico. Tampico, Tampico, on the Gulf of Mexico. Tampico, Tampico, where banana boats all go. Tampico, Tampico, down in Mexico. The senoritas, they wave when you arrive at the docks. The native costumes they wear are slacks and bobby socks. Tampico, Tampico, where the enchiladas grow. Tampico, Tampico, down in Mexico. You learn to rumba down there with Estralita MacPhail. Who learned to do it last week from Arthur Murray by mail in Tampico. In Tampico. Situated on the Gulf of Mexico, that's where the tourists go. Tampico, place to go. Mexico, freezes cold. In Tampico. Jack Haley's clothes have just returned from the local tailor who does his cleaning. They're in a pitiful condition, and as we look in out, we find Jack loudly complaining to the man as Eve Arden tries to calm Jack down. Just look at these clothes. My best things, and they're ruined. Why, you've shrunk everything. I ought to sue you. I'm sorry, Mr. Haley, but... Now, Jack, take it easy. They didn't shrink everything. This jacket doesn't look shrunken to me. Try it on before you accuse them of ruining your clothes. All right, I'll try it on. There, look at it. It looks okay to me. It comes three inches above your waist just the way a mess jacket should. Yeah. In fact, it's one of the best-fitting mess jackets I've ever seen. I'm glad you two are happy with the way this mess jacket fits me, but there's something you ought to know. What? It's supposed to be my top coat. <laughs> and look at my two expensive suits. Look what you did to those. You wore the elbows out cleaning them. Oh, uh, you probably probably wore those out yourself leaning on bars. Please, I never touch liquor. I don't know how to drink. And look at the holes you burn in the coat with cleaning fluid. Ah, uh, you probably did that yourself with cigarettes. It's impossible. I don't know how to smoke. And look at this red dye you spilled on the collar. That's probably lipstick you got from necking with some girl. Ridiculous. I don't know how to... Yes, that I do. <laughs> I've been out with you, Jack, and believe me, that you don't. <laughs> Sorry about your clothes, Mr. Haley, but don't worry about being reimbursed. You put in a claim and forget about it. And what will you people do? We'll forget about it, too. Goodbye. <laughs> the nerve of that guy. They ruined my good suits and then Oh, stop it, Jack. Those suits were old and you know it. You ought to be glad they ruined them. Now you can go out and buy yourself some new clothes. You certainly could stand a new suit. Now, just a minute. There's nothing wrong with the way I dress. Every girl I know thinks I'm the best-dressed man in town. 
Oh, here's Penny Cartwright. Just ask her what she thinks of my clothes. Hello, Miss Arden. Hello, Jack. Hello, Penny. Penny, how do you like the way I dress? Why, Jack, you're the epitome of sartorial splendor. Your attire is impeccable and beyond reproach. Never mind that. How do you like the way I dress? <laughs> Penny, how can you say his attire is beyond reproach? He wears outmoded fashions. They look ridiculous. But not on a man his age. <laughs> what do you mean, my age? I'm young. I'm in my early 20s. What did Jack say? He said he was young in the early 20s. <laughs> That isn't what I said. Oh, Miss Arden, I wish you wouldn't make fun of the way Jack dresses. I think he looks very natural in an old man's suit. He should. He's been wearing his old man's suits for years. <laughs> That's not so. Well, Jack, I have to run along now. Mother, Daddy, and I are leaving for Palm Springs for a month's vacation. And, oh, incidentally, Mother would like to sublet our house while we're gone. If either of you know of some reliable person, send them over to see Mother. With the housing shortage, Penny, you shouldn't have any trouble finding a tenant. If we hear of anybody, we'll send them over. Oh, thanks. Goodbye. Hmm, so Penny doesn't like, like the way I dress either. I told you so. You'll have to go out and buy a few suits. Men in your position should have good clothes. Now, I know an exclusive tailor in the city who makes suits for movie stars. He'll make you a suit that's out of this world for $200. What do you say? When I'm ready to go out of this world, I'll... I'll get in touch with the men. Stop arguing, Jack, and come along right now. John Lang will watch the store. John, would you keep an eye on things while we're gone? Okay, Miss Arden. Come on, Jack. Now, look, Eve, I'm not paying $200 for a suit. I'm not moving from here. Before I'd spend that much for a suit, you'd have to carry me over. I'm not going, and that's final. I'm not. I'm not. Well, here's the tailor I was telling you about, Jack. <laughs> Let's go in. Put me down first, and I'll walk in. I hope they let you in this place. It's very exclusive, and you look awful in those old slacks and that broken-down jacket. Well, it's all I had left to wear. Besides, I don't think I look so bad. Oh, you look like a tramp. Come on, let's go in. Say, this is a pretty swanky place. Yes, it's very exclusive. Oh, here comes the tailor. How do you do, miss? What can I do for you? You can help me. Uh, pardon me, miss, while I get rid of this tramp. <laughs> yes, they're always coming in for handouts. Here's a nickel for coffee, bud. You got a lot of nerve offering me a nickel for a cup of coffee. I'll have you know I'm Jack Haley. And in the places I go, it costs a dime. <laughs> Uh, you misunderstand, sir. This is not a tramp who came in for a cup of coffee. This one came in for a suit. I want to have a suit made. I want something that'll look nice, something that'll fit my physique. Well, make up your mind, sir. Do you want something nice or something that'll fit your physique? <laughs> Never mind the jokes. All I want is a suit, and I want it in a hurry. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but we have orders ahead of you. It would take six months. Hey, Albert. Come here a minute. Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Raft. That's George Raft, the movie star. Mr. Raft just ordered ten suits. That's why we can't make a suit for you, sir. Say, Eve, I know George Raft. If I ask him, maybe he'll let me take his turn. Come on, let's go over. Jack, do you think you ought to approach him the way you're dressed? Oh, there's nothing wrong with the way I'm dressed. George and I are old friends. He'll be glad to see me. Watch the big hello he gives me. Well, well, if it isn't my old pal, George Raft. Hello, George. Hiya. <laughs> Eve, I told you he'd be glad to see me. He's so glad to see you, he can hardly talk. <laughs> Remember me, Georgie? Jack Haley? Well, so it is. Oh, I didn't recognize you, Jack. Well, what's happened to you? 
You're really down and out, eh, kid? No. Oh, no, George, I, I'm oh, not down and out. you don't have to pretend with me. I can see you really, really hit the bottom. Jack, why don't you pull yourself together? Can't you get yourself a decent job? Can I get a decent job? You forget I'm Jack Haley. Yeah, I guess that does make it tougher. <laughs> George, will you stop talking like that? I just came over to ask you to do me a favor. Well, sure, pal. Here, here's $50. Look, George, I tell you, I don't want any... Oh, forget it, Jack. If times are that hard, you can keep the 50. You don't have to pay me back. But I don't? <laughs> but, uh, George, times are harder than you think. Uh, can you make that 200? <laughs> oh, stop it, Jack. You ought to be ashamed of yourself trying to get money from Mr. Raz. I wasn't going to take it. Oh, uh, George, this is Eve Arden. Oh, how do you do, Miss Arden? Hello. Oh, then you don't need the dough, Jack. Of course not. I'm wearing these old clothes because all my suits were just ruined. You didn't really think I was down and out, did you? Well, it's possible, Jack. I remember in the old days, you used to spend a lot of money on women. Jack? Spend money on women? Yeah, he used to throw his money away. Well, he must have had it wrapped around a boomerang because it all came back to him. <laughs> you're certainly doing all right, Georgie. You're doing a great job in pictures and you're making money. You've got a big, beautiful home. You mean I had a home. I sublet my place to some people and they refused to get out. With this housing shortage, I can't find a place anywhere. Oh, I'd give anything to find a house. You would? Say, George, I'll make a deal with you. I'll tell you where there's a house if you let me... Uh, let your tailor make me a suit ahead of you. Oh, that's a deal. Hey, Albert, I want you to make Mr. Haley a suit before you make mine. Let him have some of my material and take his measurements. Very well, Mr. Raft. Uh, stand straight, Mr. Haley. You like this house, George. It's in the same village where I have my store. It's my girlfriend, Penny Cartwright's house. Mm, I presume you want the jacket double-breasted so it will cover your pot tummy. I do not have a pot tummy, do I, Eve? Of course not. He's wearing his bowling team jacket, and he forgot to take the bowling ball out. <laughs> Why don't you make my suit the same way you make them for Mr. Raft? Very well. Would you like your trousers to come up as high as Mr. Raft wears his? No, I like to see where I'm going. <laughs> Call me when you have the suit ready. Come on, George. We'll go rent that house for you right now. Jack, I sure I can get it. Well, I'm positive. In fact, you can pack all your stuff and bring it with you now. I guarantee you'll have a place to live. Come on, let's get back to the store.
George, leave your luggage and things here at the store for now, and Eve and I will take you right over to Penny Cartwright's house. You'd probably like to get settled. Yeah, it'll be swell to have a house again. Hello, Jack. Hello, Eve. Oh, it's David Street. Hiya, Dave. Say, I want you to meet George Raft. How do you do? Say, I'm glad to know you, Mr. Raft. You know, I see all your pictures, and I love the tough way you handle women. Wish I could treat them that way. Well, uh, why don't you try it on a woman once? I think I will. In fact, I'll try it right now. Hey, Eve, come here, baby, and slip us a kiss. Gladly, here I come, ready or not. Say, Mr. Raft, your system works. You can't prove it with Eve. She was halfway over before you said, come here. Can you give me some more pointers on women, Mr. Raft? He can't now, Dave. We're in a hurry. We've just got time to hear you sing, and then we've got to leave. Kiss me twice and kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Haven't felt like this, my dear, since can't remember when. It's been a long, long time. You'll never know how many dreams I dreamed about you. Just how empty they all seemed without you So kiss me once, kiss me twice And kiss me once again It's been a long, long time Never thought that you would be Standing here so close to me There's so much I feel that I should say but words can wait until some other day. Just kiss me once and kiss me twice and kiss me once again. It's been a long, long time. Haven't felt like this, my dear, since can't remember when It's been a long, long time You'll never know how many dreams I dreamed about you Or just how empty they all seemed without you So kiss me once Then kiss me twice Come on, kiss me once again it's been a long, long time. That was very nice, Dave. Now, if you'll excuse us, we've got to get over to Penny Cartwright's house. Come on, George and Eve, let's go. Okay. Let's go. Well, this is the house, George. 
How do you like it? Say, this is a nice-looking place. Are you sure I can rent it? Of course I'm sure. I wouldn't have brought you all the way up here if I weren't positive. Penny's my girlfriend, and her mother's crazy about me. I'll ring the bell. I hope Mom Cartwright doesn't throw her arms around me and kiss me. She always does that, and it's embarrassing. Yes? Hello, Mom. It's me, Jack. Uh, Mama's always kidding. She has a great sense of humor. She probably didn't recognize me. I'll ring again. What do you want? I... Oh, it's you, Mr. Haley. Why are you dressed like a panhandler? What do you want? I want to see you about renting your house, Mom. Don't call me Mom. Okay. I want to see you about renting your house, Pop. <laughs> then he told me you want to sublet it. Well, not to you. I'm tired of having you around this house. But Jack doesn't want to sublet the house, Mrs. Cartwright. It's for George Raft here. That's right, Mrs. Cartwright. It's for me. George Raft? You mean the movie gangster and gambler? Oh, heavens, I couldn't rent the house to a ruffian like you. (laughs) But Mrs. Cartwright, he only plays those parts in the movies. Don't tell me. I know a gangster when I see one. (laughs) Believe me, Mrs. Cartwright, I'm not what you think I am. George, she's not going to believe you're not a gangster. You might just as well make believe you are and scare her into giving you the place. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go ahead, George. Be tough. We'll help you. Oh, I hate to do it, but if it's the only way to get a house, okay. I'll be a gangster like I am in the movies. Look, Cartwright. I'm coming in, see? I'm taking over, see? And I don't want any of your lips, see? See? George, that's Edward G. Robinson, see? I don't know what you people are up to, but if you don't get out of here, I'll call the police. Oh, no, you don't. You're not calling no coppers. One move toward the phone and I'll have my trigger man mow you down. Go ahead, killer. Start mowing. Killer? Me? Yeah. Go on, killer. Start mowing. (coughs) Okay, boss. Where's the lawnmower? Uh, Are you people threatening me? Yeah, you better let us in. Or my gun mall here will blast away in. Miss Arden, you're a gun mall? Natch. (laughs) And you'll regret it if you'll don't let Weasel in. Usel. Oh, stop this nonsense. You're not coming in. I will not rent my house to any of you people. Good day. Haley, I thought you were so sure you could get this place for me. You got me all the way up here on a wild goose chase. Now, don't get excited, George. Say, Mr. Jellison and his wife used to take in boarders, Jack. Maybe they have a room for George. That's an idea. Let's go right over to Jellison's house and find out. I'm sure we'll get you a place here, George. I... Eve, where's George? He's waiting on the corner. He doesn't want to be mistaken for a gangster again. Hello, Jellison. Hello, Mr. Haley. (laughs) Mr. Haley, what are you dressed like that for? It's the latest style. It's my new fall outfit. Goodness, what did you fall into? (laughs) Oh, hello, Miss Arden. Say, Mr. Jellison, you look as though you just had a workout. Oh, I did. I've just been doing my muscle-building exercises. I didn't know you went in for exercises, Jelly. Oh, yes. 
I may not look it, but I was an athlete in high school. You were? What were you, halfback on the football team or first baseman on the baseball team? I was second jerk on the taffy pull team. <laughs> Jellison, that's no sport for a man. Why didn't you win for something more strenuous? Well, I didn't have the physique for it. I wish I were built like you. You're so tall and strong. Thank you. I'm talking to Miss Arden. <laughs> Jellison, you and your wife used to take in boarders. Uh, do you have a room that's vacant? We did have, but that room's been taken now. This morning, my mother-in-law came to live with us. Oh, your mother-in-law's living with you? I bet that makes you happy. What odds you're giving? <laughs> Jellison, I'm in a jam. I've got to have a room for a friend. Can't you put one of your rumors out? Oh, that's up to Mrs. Jellison. I wouldn't dare tell her what to do. Why don't you tell her for a change? Speak up to her. Don't be afraid. Mr. Haley, you're right. I'll tell her off right now. I'll call up to her. Mrs. Jellison, I have a friend here who wants a room. And I insist you give it to him or else. And I don't want any back talk from you, you big bully. Jellison, do you think you ought to talk that rough to your wife? It's all right. She isn't home. <laughs> well, George Raft isn't going to like this. I don't know where else to look. You better find him a place, Jack. He's a little angry. Well, Haley, did you get me the room? Well, frankly, no, Look, George. Haley, we made a bargain. I told my tailor to make you a suit, and you promised to me to get a room. Now, you don't get the suit if I don't get the place to live. But I don't know where to... Wait a minute. Maybe the OPA knows of a place. Let's go over there. Here's the OPA office. I hope they have a place we can get for you, George. I hope so. This is starting to get on my nerves. George, you wait out here. Let Jack and me handle this. I've got an idea. Okay, but don't keep me waiting too long. We won't. Come on, let's go inside, Jack. Say, uh, what's this idea you've got? Well, all day long, everybody's been mistaking you for a tramp. You look so down and out in those clothes. Why don't we take advantage of it and play on the OPA's sympathy? You mean make believe I'm destitute? Sure, that's it. I'll pretend I'm your wife. I'll just mess my hair up, disarrange my dress, and wipe off my makeup. There, do I look as disreputable as you do? You didn't have to overdo it. <laughs> Eve, I don't think it's necessary. The OPA should know of plenty of vacancies. Oh, this must be the door. Let's go in. You opened the wrong door. This is a broom closet. Please close the door. <laughs> Who are you, the janitor? No, I'm the head of the OPA. <laughs> What are you doing in the broom closet? I live here. 
I uh, was just shaving. What can I do for you people? Mister, you're looking at a homeless couple. My wife and I have no place to live, no place to sleep. For the past three nights, we've been sleeping in the park. I've been sleeping on a park bench, and my wife has been sleeping underneath it. You slept on top of the bench and let your wife sleep underneath it? Naturally. Anybody knows the law is more desirable. <laughs> we simply must have a place to live. I'd like to help you two, but I don't know if I can get you a place. Oh, but you must. I wouldn't come begging like this, but my pride is gone. My character is broken. I'm down. Really? Yes, he's probably the most broken-down character you've ever met. <laughs> I uh, just had a thought. A friend of mine has an apartment you might get. We'll take it. Thank you for being so kind to us. Well, did you two get the place for me to live? Oh, George, Ixnay, don't say... George. A George. place for him? I thought this place was for you two. Who is this person? Oh, the place is for us. This person is, uh, uh, he's the masculine offspring of our connubial union. <laughs> you mean he's your son? Yes, I never can think of that word. <laughs> uh, yes, he's our son, little Georgie. Come here and kiss your mother, Georgie. Mother? Quiet, George. Play along with us. We're getting you a place. Oh, okay, I get it. Yes, sir. These poor people are my mother and father. Kiss your mother, Georgie. Are you sure this is your son, mister? Of course he's my son. What makes you doubt it? He looks as old as you do. <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> There's something I don't like here. Your son looks like George Rath. We don't like it either, but the doctor told us he'd outgrow it. Look, mister, I don't like being doubted. I told you these people are my mother and father, and they are my mother and father. Come over here and give your mother a great big kiss, Georgie. Hey, look, lady, is that all you can say? Well, I know it isn't much, but it's worth it if I can convince him. I think you're all phonies, and I'm not going to find you a place. Oh, sir, how can you be so cruel? You must find a place, if only for our son here. The poor lad has been walking the streets, playing with ruffians. My husband and I have been contributing to juvenile delinquency, haven't we, Jack? Yes, every nickel we get, we contribute. <laughs> that does it. Mister, we are phonies. They're not my parents. Oh, George, what did you tell him that for? Well, I refuse to own up to anybody's a father as stupid as Haley. Just as I thought. You ponies get out of here before I call the police and have you thrown in jail for misrepresentation. All right, we'll go. Goodbye. Well, Haley, you did it again. This is the last straw. You got to get me a place to sleep tonight. But, George, there isn't a vacant room in town. You better find me some place to sleep or else. Look, it's dark out already. There must be some place in this town where I can bed down tonight. But, George... Wait a minute. I know of a place you can sleep. Oh, no, you wouldn't like it. I'll take it. Come on. Okay, but I'm not so sure that you like it. George, George, you better get up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, boy, that was a good night's sleep. Oh, the bed was wonderful. Say, this is the first time I saw this place in the light. This is surely a nice furnished room. Yeah, but we'd better get out of here. Well, as soon as I get dressed, I... Jack! Look in the window, peeping toms. Why are they peeking in on me? I don't know. You think they never saw a guy sleeping in a department store window before? <laughs> this 
is the Armed Forces Radio Service.